Fellows. Uh, hello, hello, welcome hello. to Blossom Buddies. Hello, and <laughs> welcome back to another episode of Blossom Buddies. We took a holiday hiatus, and then we took an extra week because our holiday hiatus uh, wasn't enough. It was and not. And for the three of you that are listening, we're only back because of you. If we had zero listeners, who knows? Who knows? My coworkers, uh, some of them may be listening now because I sometimes wear my Blossom Buddies shirt. During our morning, yeah, they were the like, advertising what's, what's that? Yep. So we uh, may have one to two more listeners for an episode or two before they realize it's, uh, you know, not an entertaining podcast for people who aren't into Blossom. And for watching the show along list. with us, I was really, I really kind of doubled down on hoping that uh, that Peacock would be airing the show. So my, I'm still hoping, holding out hope that one day uh will show will throw blossom up on the the channel and then i can be like oh go watch it on peacock and you know listen to it or watch it along yep and listen or whatever <laughs> and then when that happens we can go through all the episodes again but do a commentary track for all yeah we'll episodes. do a <laughs> well that'll be our next podcast we'll just do this all over again oh my god i uh i'm glad that we are you know a season and a bit a season almost two season full two seasons thirds, yeah but still i'm glad that we're we're on the the other side of things we've got about a year left um and we're gonna yeah. you know we're, we're out of the holidays now so it's not like it's not like we're gonna take those big long multiple multiple week breaks yeah I, again for a while like I yeah we're wrapping this podcast up this year by like august or september yeah bang it out get it done and uh, and then uh, we'll move on from there. And I'll I'll just want to I just want to take a second and thank you for the listeners that do listen. Last year was a rough year. It's a new year. It's 2021. We haven't Holy put an episode shit. out in 2021. <laughs> Can we just talk about 2021 for a second? Because it's everyone's day... like, I've had enough of 2020. But like, yeah. guess what? It's day 11, it's... and I'm ready for 2022. Like uh, chaos in the universe. Don't give a shit about our Greco calendar or whatever. No, our fuck Gregor- our Gregorian, Gregorian, calendar. Gregorian calendar. I was talking about this with a friend. Um, it may have been you. It might have been somebody else. But you know, there's Chinese New Year's is in like February. You know. Yeah, maybe things will get different. better then. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's, the universe works on China time. <laughs> we haven't even gotten winter in Toronto yet. I just no. read an article that like the mild start to winter is about to go away because the polar vortex is coming. Yeah, I saw that. So it's going to get like winter's even going to get worse before yeah. 2021 even improves at all. Then the brush fires happen shortly after the horrible winter, horrible yeah. Canadian winter in, in then Australia. Um, yeah, and don't then, forget the, uh, the, the reptilians are finally going to make themselves known. Yeah, did you read about Biden's presidency? Did you read about how there's like a a race, a humanoid race of uh, ocean dweller? No, crab people. Humanoids. (laughs) Well, basically, but they're supposed supposedly when the uh, when the different governments around the world are forced, quote unquote, forced to release their COVID data, it's also going to be revealed that there are these underground underwater humanoid creature people that have been living there this whole time like let's ignore the fact that underwater creature people is a ridiculous concept what do the <laughs> two have to do with each other why would uh, covid correlate with revealing the crab people i know me and craig today if you if you ever see the video version of us we are both dressed like conspiracy theorists mm-hmm. <laughs> we both have hats uh, we're both leaning over notebooks in front of computers with our zoom uh or our 
blue mics. Exactly. But we are, neither of us are really the type. I just, it's, you get bored in, in isolation and r slash conspiracy is a treasure trove of comedy. See, back in my day, conspiracies, <laughs> I mean, yeah, they involve the government, but they also involve like alien cover-ups. And I'm like, that's cool. X-Files is uh, one of my favorite shows of all yeah, time like, because that show's just about like government conspiracies and aliens. X-Files conspiracies are cool. QAnon is lame as fuck. A and QAnon just, is... just, it's the cover-up. The conspiracy is that we can be outwardly racist <laughs> if we just say QAnon told us, which yeah. is just the idea that there's this higher up level of this higher echelon of government that's giving them all these messages which, is which really just sounds like you know your your dad works at nintendo and yeah you saw that meme i saw the super that nintendo the super nintendo 4 <laughs> is coming out this this christmas <laughs> and you've gotten been, to play it i'm waiting that's... for the super nintendo 4 <laughs> <laughs> the super I mean, super super nintendo the super nintendo 4 i guess would technically be the switch right I don't know. If Super Nintendo 2 would be N64, Super Nintendo 3... No, Wii U would be the Super Nintendo 4. The Switch would be Super Nintendo 5. Right, okay. So there, there you go. So let's get... <laughs> yep. Let's talk about this stuff after the show because I want to get through this episode. I've been I've been. I feel like on... we'll get through it quick. Yes. There's this three... episode was ridiculous. There, <laughs> so this I'm going to come right out of the gate. This was the very special episode about guns and gun safety. And, but uh, also about alcoholism yeah alcoholic clowns but also <laughs> about, about washed up musicians yeah <laughs> <laughs> like they had such an opportunity to do a good episode of like a very special episode about guns like fresh prince of bel-air they did a great very special episode about guns absolutely um uh, that hit all the right points just like um guns are a thing that happens and uh and don't don't get also guns yourself guns are not the answer to guns have i talked about how i am actually like was was i did had i had a, sorry had i started watching fresh prince the last time we podcasted three weeks ago uh i think so i think we talked about it because the like there was the reunion episode and i think that was maybe what sparked you to start that's what sparked me to watch it yeah. i'm well into season two or th- either season two or three and the show is a much higher caliber than Blossom. Oh it, yeah, it's it started out. It started out a lot like Blossom, where it was just kind of like, kind of lame, kind of for kids. Mm-hmm. But as Will's aging, the jokes are aging with him, mm-hmm. and now he's in high school and stuff, and it's all sex jokes. Yeah, that that are that are. Uh, it's kind of like you know when a, a Disney Pixar movie has jokes for adults and jokes for kids. It's kind of like that, but the jokes for adult, like it's, it's closer to a Seinfeld than it is to a to like a Corey in the House. Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah, I wouldn't or, call uh, Fresh so Prince Raven. of Bel Air like a a family show like right. Blossom is. It's it's very much a sitcom that is just instead of Seinfeld, which was for like twenty somethings or thirty somethings, or Frasier, which is for forty year olds. only 40 year olds it ran for like nine seasons so there's one season for for 40 year olds for for nine years you had nine years to turn 40 and enjoy fraser fresh prince very much appealed to that like pg-13 crowd which is great because i like pg-13 content well enough and it's a great show to show to to throw on you don't have to show tits and swear a bunch to be funny and that's exactly uh, the line that the fresh prince of bel-air walked yep 
because they had to. And there might have been tits if uh, it weren't for censorship. Yeah, but yeah, they're they're we're getting into the territory now in that show where there's girl of the girl of the week or girl of the every few episodes for either Carlton or yeah uh, either Will and the thing is is like it, it's so weird realizing that when you remember when you look back and remember watching that show it almost feels like a kid show because you were a kid when you watched it but a lot of the jokes were going over your head now with blossom the jokes don't go over your head they say outwardly sex but in a very like in a very uh educational way you know like in a very teachable moment way and this episode yeah this episode (laughs) i'm i'm getting back to it this episode was no exception because it literally is like, here's the A storyline, yeah. here's the B storyline, and here's some extra shit we tagged on because I guess they needed to fill it runtime. But they the didn't thing need is, to. Though. They could have made the A storyline the whole episode. The whole episode, and and very much like Blossom and Paris needed a a, a, a laugh track. This episode mm. had some of the most inappropriate laugh track I've ever experienced on a sitcom. And I didn't laugh was, once. I didn't. I I chuckled at like a, a little bit of uh, Frosty's stuff, but almost I, in I... disbelief. Frosty is a clown, which we'll get to. Yeah, it was a very sad, very sad situation that we find this man in. Um, but the audience... he's very much like a real life characterization of like Krusty the Clown. Yes, if like The Simpsons wasn't so zany, just yeah. like a complete drunk failure of a clown. Let's get right anyway. Into the, let's but get right the, we we get our cold open and Blossom's at school and Jimmy's opening his locker two two lockers over and she's all like, "Hey, haven't seen you in a while." And he's all like, "Hey, what's your name again?" And then he pulls the gun out of his locker and Blossom's like, "What the fuck is that?" It's a gun, and he's just like, "Hey, relax. Like, it's not a real gun. I'm just it's trying not to a real scare gun. Somebody. I just want to scare some next kid." And Blossom's and like, credits. "Oh, okay." <laughs> But, and, you know, uh, naturally, uh, the next scene is in Blossom's room, and she immediately tells Six. Six yeah, she swears up. Six to secrecy, uh, and then tells Six, and she's like, you should call Crime Stoppers, or yeah. you should call that anonymous line. But there's a, there's a couple of things during this scene that I that I wanted to point out. So mm-hmm. Six comes in, and she's like, sorry, I didn't meet up with you right after school. I was in detention. So I was expecting them to be like, they found, like, alcohol on me or something but it has nothing to do oh, with yeah, that i forgot about that the whole class got detention because some kid uh tagged a desk with spray paint yeah but the reason why i bring this up or even like focus on it is because it's it it talks they talk about how bad their fucking public school is nowadays uh you can get beaten up or or you know or ganged or ganged or ridiculed or 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 socially outcast for ratting out people so everybody lives in complete fear which is like, I never, like I've said a hundred times on this very podcast, this is my favorite episode of Blossom. Because these two storylines with Joey and, and Blossom, I don't think they get much better than this as far as the after <laughs> special goes. This and is I, your favorite episode? This is my favorite episode of Blossom. Now I not, will say- Not the two-parter with Six almost marrying a fucking pedophile? Now- Yes, that shit. <laughs> okay. I love that now. But but in my memory, when we started this podcast, this episode was the one that was like, "That's we got to talk about that because gun safety is a real problem, and it, especially in the United States." But you know, it, it's a it's a problem. Yeah, guns are a problem. So I forgot about this little si- aside where they talk about how the schools are so bad because if you go back three seasons, 
Blossom begs her dad to put her in public school. Oh, yeah, that's true. And the, they paint the picture that public school is very much like the Brady Bunch. And it's not that bad. And I'll get all my homework done. And it's very, you see it through the eyes of a kid. Now that Blossom is all of a sudden, like, she must be um, a 17? sophomore. Yeah. She must be in the shit, you know. She's gonna. She's she's got all these like societal pressures coming from home and from six being a drunk and a sex pot. All of a sudden, uh, now her school is on fire, essentially. Yeah, the tension's happening. Vandalism, guns, drugs, probably replace their something for math. That's a scene at the end of the episode, but so. <sighs> Anyway. But anyway, then we cut to uh, Nick and his pal Pete are in the living room talking about how to get a gig for some reason. For some reason. Like, hey, remember how we were just talking about the very serious topic about there being guns in school? Well, guess what? Nick and Pete are trying to get gigs. But we all need their friends to shoehorn this storyline about how these aging musicians have to are so washed up that they have to pay to play. get pay to play, get concerts. But in this scene... All we find out is that they're just trying to get a gig and they're most of their friends to, are dead or in jail. Yeah, they're looking up people and they're like, What about Sam? And he's like, He's dead. And uh, what about Nancy or whatever her name was? Yeah, she's was like, Nancy. She shot Sam. Yeah, she's in jail. <laughs> Why? She shot, shot Sam. Yeah. So uh, then, great. So there's that storyline introduced. And then for, the next scene is in the kitchen and Joey comes in and is basically just Nick and Peter explaining them. pay to play. And for, now, if you don't know, if you've never been in a band, pay to play is um, you basically have to um, sell tickets to the gig yourself or you're not playing. And I experienced this in my professional wrestling days. Um, it happens in pro wrestling a lot. If a company has to put on a show for like no money, uh, if you're a wrestler and you want to get on the card, you either have to um, help out on crew or literally sell tickets and you sell enough tickets you get to be on the show and that was a thing that happened on those student shows that you actually went to and i would find out much later that like that's kind of an antiquated way to do things nowadays yeah but when you're when you're chomping at the bit you know you want to do whatever you can i for sure i was able to sell out every time because i have five friends that want to come see me goof off in the ring okay if it wasn't if it wasn't if it wasn't for that opportunity i wouldn't have started my announcing career and had like two to three solid years of being an actual in-ring announcer which you know how many did you have to sell in order to wrestle uh it was like five i think one time it was 10 because they were like you guys the other people aren't selling enough so the regular sellers you got to sell a little bit more Mm. And it wasn't necessarily to make money. It was just to fill the room. Yeah, to get people there. It's not much of a student show if there's three people. If there's like your mom, all your moms yeah. show up <laughs> who don't eat her just like, oh, I love anything you're doing. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go to my son's wrestling shows. <laughs> um, I think about that all the time, eh? I'm like, what is what is Desmond going to be, be like yeah. into? Also, we're at the, we just, we're watching Lost and Desmond was just introduced and I keep saying to Madison, like, <laughs> how's he going to, how's he going to explain this to his son? Desmond is such oh, yeah. a weak, <laughs> he's such a weak character until he's one of the strongest characters, <laughs> which is so fucking, such a, a lot of characters like that on Lost. I won't get into Lost right now. We're, we're sorry, probably not going to explain, uh, that's an ABC show. We are an NBC podcast. We are an NBC company. <laughs> We're going to talk about Fresh Prince. We're going to talk about 
Seinfeld. Uh, Seinfeld. We're going to talk about uh, Mad About You. Law and Order SVU. Uh, wait, is that NBC? You? Mad About You is NBC, yeah, because it was uh, the same universe as Friends, which was also NBC. Right. And the single guy and Frazier. What, what about Herman's Head? I think that was Fox. Cheers. Uh, sorry, Frazier is a spinoff of Cheers. Correct. There was another <laughs> spinoff of Cheers uh, called The Tortellis, which was, uh, it followed Carla's family and it was a flop. Oh, really? So you got Carla, the like rough, sarcastic, tough broad at the bar. Her spinoff failed, but the nerdy intellectual guy, his show uh, went right off the rails. More, but his, Possibly his, more successful than Cheers? I'm not sure. His story wasn't, a, or his show, Frasier wasn't afraid to be actually hilarious. I, that's a show I've never watched all the way through. That and Coach were two shows oh, I would I would watch as a kid and be like I hate this but it's on <laughs> and I there there's a laugh track so it's like yep. I'll watch it but as an adult both of those shows I I feel like I would love especially Frasier I liked Coach I don't really know why I liked Coach because like I did not care for football and he was a football coach you liked uh, Boomhauser or whatever his name was Boomer? oh uh, yeah Dobber 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 the yeah. idiot. The, the guy that would go on to be Patrick Starr's voice. Uh, yep. And uh, I don't know, Craig T. Nelson, A, his name is Craig. Uh, his name is Craig. And Craig. he was great at getting like a very frazzled. Yeah. yeah and as a, a person not watch. named Craig, just the name Craig T. Nelson is a hilarious name. It's a good name. It's he was name. in uh, Poltergeist as well. Yeah. That's good true. Movie. It's true good. about him. Do not build an entire country on a native burial ground otherwise you get what's happening right now in america i think i think you solved the problem in the united states <laughs> they have to exercise the entire country if you raise all the indigenous tribes in a country a few hundred years later shit's probably gonna hit the fan yeah anyway it's not necessarily going to be a uh, supernatural it just might be a bunch of racists uh well yeah, a bunch of racists. So Pete, the guy that plays Pete's uh, Keith Allison, and he was... Uh, oh, I, I didn't even was... look up the people in this episode. because No, I was going to look. I looked it up because I thought he was in... He, oh, he was in Sgt. Peppers. I think we've talked about this guy before. And we've had the same conclusion that I thought oh, he was somebody. Oh, yeah, he was in he two really... episodes of Blossom, right? Yeah, yeah, he was in that one episode. And they were like, we should gig again. And that was like a season ago. Oh, this is also a Don Rio episode by the way oh that makes perfect sense it was which directed by sense. ted was which is weird because so normally when ted was directs an episode he does a great job with like directing the physical humor and stuff but there was none of that in this episode i mean when ted was directs like nick was like on fire like he was very animated and, and large in his character i mean that comes from the writing but ted was was probably like well i can just do whatever i want because i'm directing yeah but it is very much a Don Rio episode in that it's like there's three stories and they're very like beginning, middle, and end. And for some reason, the C plot has a beginning, middle, and end. God, barely. Barely. Uh... Well, it had three parts. It had them in the kitchen and then in the or in the living room and then the kitchen and then the bit at the end, which we'll get to. Yeah. Anyway, we have already gone off track immediately. Luckily, though. We're making good time on this podcast because you know how it goes. Oof, yeah. Uh, all right. We get our, our next scene after they explain pay to play oh, to Joey. I wanted to ask you one thing. I wrote 
beat Blossom Story 5000 for the part where they were still in the kitchen. Does Blossom come in during that? And and I don't think because so. She doesn't tell Nick about it. I don't think she was in that scene. I think we just jumped to she's in her room and she's practicing and rehearsing what she's going to say to Crime Stoppers. I don't know what yeah, Blossom 5000 means. I, I don't know why I wrote that down. <laughs> it doesn't uh, ring a bell. I, I don't have the number 5000 written anywhere on my sheet. I have 6000 written down, but I have no idea what that means. <laughs> in relation to 5,000. Yeah, so Blossom's just in a room in the next scene just doing a dumb, like, practicing different voices to call anonymously, which is like, shut up. Yeah. This is so dumb. Like, just just they, fucking call and keep, tell Crime they keep Stoppers. Pointing out, they keep pointing out that, like, she's like, oh, like, it's anonymous. They're not, like, no one's gonna know it was me. But, like, the dude, you confronted the dude about the gun in his locker. Of course he's gonna know it's you. Which we find out that he puts two and two together almost. Oh, he puts two and two together because Blossom calls Crime Stoppers. She speaks into a cup and is like, I'd like to report a gun. Perfect. I'm glad you did that. Because like, the very next here. scene, yeah, the very next scene is uh, 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 we're back in the school. There's a, a teacher like trying to bust open this locker with all the kids gathered the, around. The vice principal, according to IMDb. Right. The vice principal. Uh, they don't find the gun, obviously, because, you know, Jimmy's a little bit smarter than that. Didn't he also, everybody... like, back in the first scene, didn't he take the gun with him? He, like, put it in his pocket, didn't he? Oh, yeah. As yeah. he walked he away? He put it in, like, the hoodie. He had, like, yeah, a hoodie on. Yeah, his poncho, his poncho. Uh... Poncho-esque. Yeah. Um, but then Blossom immediately... walks over and, like, sees this happening. And well, he's everybody like, leaves. Everyone... All the kids and the teacher leave and leave leave Jimmy and Blossom alone in this hallway yeah, and he's as like, often happens in real life, just everyone except for two people will just walk out of a crowded hallway all at once. And Blossom's like, I swear to God, I didn't do nothing. And he's like, yeah, you obviously, you're the only person I... Yeah, I, he's I like, knew. I told you not to say nothing. Now you're going to get yours, kid. Yeah, I promise. Mm-hmm. And that's the end of that scene. That shit stuck with me through my whole childhood, though. That haunted me. That's why I remember like, this, this is the so, point. so vividly. Well, I mean, like... Okay, the, the, I mean, the episode opens with a gun. But, like, at this point, this is where I was like, oh, and here's the, the whatever, meeting the, uh, fuck, I forget what it's called. There's a storytelling term where, like, you you hit the... Meeting the ghost or meeting the goddess, or... I think. Oh, okay. Meeting the goddess where you meet the, the person or, or plot device that kind of, like, sends off the main adventure. In the uh, hero's journey, yeah, Luke. exactly. Yeah. So it's um, yeah. So I'm like, this is the meeting the goddess. Like this is like blossoms afraid of her life. This is what the episode's gonna gonna be now. Uh, no, spoiler alert. Jimmy's just dead at the end of the episode. He accidentally shot himself. Yeah, so it's not uh, even like I hate to to ruin the suspense for anyone who's like, oh my god, what's gonna happen in this episode that Craig and Jason keep saying is terrible? Nothing. Blossom's yeah. fine. God, sorry. I so let's completely spoiler. pivot. Let's completely pivot to a completely new storyline halfway through the episode. So Joey's well, hanging Vinny's, out. Hold on, because Vinny's Vinny's teasing Blossom and making all these Godfather like jokes. No, that's that's after this. No. Nope. Oh yeah, you're right. Sorry. Um, so Vinny's sorry. Just like, I, hey, I like... got th- I got this mixed up. So Blossom's practicing voices. Uh, then Vinny calls. Blossom a snitch in the living room. Yeah. He calls her Fredo. Yeah. Basically. I watched recently, and that's the scene where he's fucking driving and then he gets shot 
like a thousand times. Yeah, at the the, the toll booth or whatever. They killed Fredo. They killed Fredo, Um, but they sent him to Vegas to learn how to run a casino or some shit like that. So Vinny's like, hey, like, yeah, no problem. Like, you're safe unless your dad sends you to Vegas to learn how to run a (laughs) casino. And then Jimmy you know threatens blossom and then we we pivot to the completely new story oh right yeah yeah yeah. and that new storyline is joey's sitting on the coach one evening during all of this and an old man dressed as a clown shows up you could just call him a clown an old man dressed in a clown guess what that's a clown it's a clown (laughs) uh he's clearly wasted he's clearly disoriented excuse me it's nighttime and he's like i gotta get to this kid's party at first, I thought he was being played by Ed Asner because he has clown makeup on. You can't really see him. I thought it was Ed Asner, but it was not. It was uh, Dick Martin. This is basically in... where the laugh track should have stopped. The audience this is, is the eating up. Yeah. The audience is eating up every one of his horribly sad words through all of this. He like he keeps just like he keeps like there's like the main joke of like the scene and then he says some sad shit like oh well back in my day when this would happen or that would happen and the audience is just like (laughs) remember remember that episode where i I don't know if it was buzz's friends that were like all comedians and they were just like making jokes in the living room and it was hilarious that was hilarious this had the same vibe except not funny at all so joey opens the door we get a whoa uh, oh, yeah. And now I think we're into full on woe era because he does another woe. Um, oh, we've been full on into woe era for a while now. Do we have to stop this podcast and discuss how long the woe? Like, we've had him looking at the camera to do woes. We've had that's six do woes. Like, take, that's, we, are, we are deep, deep In into woe the woe territory. Yeah. <laughs> Behind woe lines. Well, the reason why I said that was because of the he, Frosty the Clown hits him with a hand buzzer gag. Yeah. And he goes, he shakes his hand. Also and goes, hilarious. Yeah. Uh, so so that's hilarious. Two woes, two woes from the scene. And that's, that's, that's it for the woes. But uh, Joey's just like, do you remember me? I think I had you as my grade, my six years old. I was your teacher. Miss Fitzhenry, Bugsy Brown. Remember that oh. commercial? Oil of Olay? Vaguely. Shortly after uh, Top Gun was a thing. It was for um, for oil. I was going to say it was for secret deodorant. No, it was oil of LA. <laughs> what is oil of LA for? Your hair? Skin. Oh. Moisturizer, euthanizing. Not euthanizing. That's the opposite. No, that's, yeah, that's not. Euthaning. Euthaning. Euthani- it euthanizes you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Euth- so... Euthaning creams. So yeah, he asks if he remembers them, and he's like, "You must have been the kid that blew out the candles," and it blows Joey's mind because Joey's a simpleton. Yeah. Um, and I gotta say, man's missed the party because, like I said, it's nighttime, and but but he's like, "I gotta go to this party. party to go to. I need to find Blueberry Lane." They do a dumb gag where he's like, "Joey's like, give me your keys. I'm gonna drive you and help you out." And he pulls a hundred like, okay. keys on a ring out of his pocket. And then he's like, and he's like, which one's your car? And he's like, they're all keys. Yeah. Which I guess. And the crowd, that's the <laughs> shit mean, the crowd is just losing it for. Yeah, they were loving it. Um, I wrote down oh, one I joke in this like, episode. It wasn't for the also, The sad joke, the, the main sad joke was Joey's like, have you been, are you a little drunk? And he's like, I was a little drunk this morning. Now I'm a lot drunk. And the crowd just 
oh, they all just kill themselves. It's I wonder hard. if they like amped it up because it is this guy, Dick Martin, who was like, he's done comedy shit. Like he was a producer on Laughing, which is okay. Uh, fucking big maybe like this, variety it's like the predecessor to like uh maybe this Monty frosty Python's character was like a 60s character and, and the carol burnett show and stuff like it's do you think that's uh, possible maybe he did maybe he did fro- some sort of some form of frosty the clown on one of these shows so all the old all the olds in the audience were like yeah that's my shit that old guy pretending to be a drunk clown that's my fucking shit like he wasn't much he was in an, an episode of coach he was in an episode of the TV show Ferris Bueller. Like he was in, oh, he was in the love boat for four years. The love boat. Everybody the on this fucking show is the love boat. Mark uh, the love bone. No. He was in the Tim Conway comedy hour. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Just like a real, probably, yeah, a real treat for like adults who are old enough to know who the fuck this guy is and give a shit. Like when we're in our 50s and Jim Carrey shows up. Yeah. Then we're gonna be listening, Desmond. There's That's this movie gonna be called Ace Ventura that you need to see. Talk about sad clowns. <laughs> we're fifty and Jim Carrey's like seventy. It's gonna be like, remember when Jerry Lewis was like in his seventies in the nineties or whatever, and Jerry Lewis yeah. would show up and he'd just go Ivan, and everybody was like, "Yes, standing ovation yeah. for this comedy legend." Yeah, it'll be Jim Carrey will show up and say, "All righty then." And somebody stop me. I'll wipe a tear from my eye. (laughs) Cable guy. You'll you'll do the fucking uh, Citizen Kane stand and clap Mm -hmm. to to, (laughs) don't go in there. (laughs) (laughs) He like a glove. Yeah. Oh my God. Your number's still 911? I used to be able to recite that movie. Ventura. Yes, Satan? Oh, Mr. Chicken Ants, I'm sorry. I thought you were someone else. That guy is from Breaking Bad. He is from Breaking Bad. He's in a lot of stuff. That's true. Yeah, he was the the wheelchair-bound old man. The the father of the twins. Salamanca, I think. Anyway, as I go back and watch all these old movies, he shows up a lot. Uh, You can follow me on SpiderHero9000 on Instagram. I'm at... I just did review 200 and seven and 208 nice i see that you've done super troopers and super troopers 2 recently nope i did those months and months ago you oh, get, but you, you put just them don't... on facebook recently. yes i don't touch instagram so i'm getting them all through facebook that's what i figured that's that i started posting the facebook for the benefit of people that don't have me on instagram because i've been getting so much good feedback from it that i can't help but you know focus a little harder on that it's great. I've also I've also changed the way I do my reviews. I don't do a synopsis of the movie anymore because the, some of the feedback was like I always skip that. Yep. People either know the movie and want to read the review, or they don't know the movie and want to read just the review part. I like the synopsis because it's it's succinct. Like, yeah. what's how long does it take me to read that? Twenty seconds? Ten seconds? If, like, if it takes you fine. twenty seconds to read one one sentence, then yeah, <laughs> you you may need to go back to school, my friends. Uh, but unlike this podcast, it's succinct. This podcast is the opposite of succinct. We are very merry. We turn a 20 minute episode of an old sitcom that nobody has seen into an hour long piece of magic. Whereas your Instagram reviews turn hour and a half movies into a 45 second paragraph to read. Which is what people want Mm -hmm. to be, to be fair. If we turn all these episodes into a, (laughs) an Instagram account, we'd probably get more traction. (laughs) 
Oh, for sure. And that's kind of what I wanted to do. I wanted to have this just like do a 30 second summary of the, the episode at the beginning. I mentioned this at the beginning of season four, I think. I wanted to try like, let's just summarize the episode in 30 seconds and then we can just talk shit about it. Uh, and then I didn't really, that didn't take off, did it? No. We never we're, did that. we're back to our old format, but we're almost done. There's not much of this episode left. So let's let's bang it out, end the show, and then we can just talk about whatever. Um, so the next scene is in the kitchen. Blossom tells Nick. Blossom's like, look, this kid had a gun. Nick flips out, which, course, you know, I naturally. Would. Obviously, if your fucking teenage kid came home in the 90s before... Like, I, I snitched on a guy who had a gun, and then he said he was going to... I was going to get mine. Yeah. yeah. Nick's like, you don't see any problem with that? And Blossom says, no, he's just, he keeps to himself. He doesn't have many friends. And Nick's like, not helping. That doesn't help. I Like, this is before Columbine, even. School shootings weren't really a thing yet. There was maybe a couple. Yeah. Uh, Not to the, not to the level of Columbine uh, by any stretch. But even then, Nick was still like, oh, he's a loner and he keeps to himself. That's social fucking, that's uh, social problems. Yeah, I'm calling the fucking principal in the morning. And then uh, that is it for that storyline for quite some time now. Uh, Well, Six comes in to eat some lasagna. Oh, it's happening. You don't have a cat, so I know. No, it's a spider. Oh, I did. I do see it. Yeah, there's the spider. You see that? If you're watching our video podcast. I think I'm watching Spider-Man. Spider just came down, right? Oh, I should have let it bite me, and then I might get spider powers. But I'm always let its... spiders bite you. <laughs> I'm holding it by its web. Check it out. Yeah, see that. That's awesome. the most entertaining thing that's ever happened on our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and behind you, under your armpit right now, is Spider-Man on your shelf back there. Oh yeah, look at that. There he is. Well, me and the spider are friends now. I'm gonna put him outside right there. Tell, All right, tell, I'm gonna carry this happened. fucking podcast. So uh, yeah, six comes in is like, hey Nick uh or hey mr russo my uh mom bought a, a ticket to your show and he's like great i'll put her name on the list and she's like oh no she can't come she just felt bad for you and nick's like thanks six that's a real pick me up and i thought his delivery was great that's the only joke i wrote down uh and it wasn't really a joke he was just like so dry and sarcastic towards her like thanks a lot you bitch yeah six really didn't need to say that uh she was trying to be helpful uh but she puts her foot in her mouth sometimes because she talks a lot. Eventually, your foot's going to end up in there. Also, isn't all of that, doesn't all of that happen after the scene in Frosty's car and on the cliff and stuff? Nope. No? Okay. No. Well, then we. So then we get Joey is driving Frosty to this children's party. Uh, at and what looks he... like nine o'clock at night, <laughs> at least. <laughs> and um, yeah, Frosty, we find out Frosty's elephant slash BFF died and he's very sad. And then he has to stop and take a leak. And I wrote down, this clown's going to kill himself. And so Joey offers the clown help. He has to offer a few times. but the, Well, the reason why this clown, you think this clown is going to kill himself is because he fucking, they stop the car and he goes around, he gets out of the car and you hear, Whoa! and then mm. Joey's like, oh, fuck, I thought you jumped. And the clown's like, like, oh, no, zippers. <laughs> gotta watch out for your zipper. And the crowd just... You know, they killed themselves with that last yeah. joke. They reanimated up from the grave to, to give a 10-bell salute, wherever the fuck that is. Yep, means. a 10-bell salute. 
to Frosty the Clown getting his dick stuck in a zipper. His old weird frosty dick in his old weird frosty zipper. So then we cut back to the kitchen and Blossom is getting advice from Tony. I wrote down Tony finally shows up. I didn't think he was going to be in this episode, but here he is in the kitchen. And they're both just like, oh, when I was in high school, we didn't have to worry about this stuff. Now smoke signals have turned into cell phones. and Yeah. Something's turned into meth or crack yeah. or whatever. Also, Blossom reveals that her school is getting fucking metal detectors. Yep. I guess it is a, like a LA inner city. Uh, I don't school. think they're inner city. They're in Studio City. They live amongst like celebrities. I guess that's true. I mean, you see the the outside shots of their house that we thought it's was the, the same su- house as Alf. Yeah, it's the suburbs. Mm. It's the outer um, city. There was a funny sight gag here where like. Uh, Tony says something like, yeah, there's there's always clowns coming off the street. And then Joey comes in with Frosty. And then Blossom, Blossom in a very Seinfeldian voice goes, did you plan that? Yeah. Uh, it's all very stupid. Um, you know that Blossom was dressed like an actual like mountaineer in this scene? I did not notice it that. looked like she was ready to go fucking climb a mountain. She had like, it was... Like, what are you doing, Blossom? What are you? My, I guess she did have lederhosen or something on. She had lederhosen. She had like <laughs> a, like those thick socks, like ankle socks that are like thick, and like mountain climbing boots. Do you think Blossom was wearing those because she had to write uh, a piece for the Jay Peterman catalog about them? Probably. I've been watching a lot of Seinfeld. Probably that's that was uh, me a year ago. Yeah, yeah. I'm at the point now where Elaine's working for uh, Peterman and George is working for the Yankees. Um, which is fucking great. Larry David doing the voice of George Steinbrenner is one of the, the best one of the ongoing bits of the show. Um, yeah, agreed. Frosty tells Blossom uh, a story about a chihuahua that was named Blossom in the circus that was shot out of a cannon into a lion's mouth. Yep. And one day, the, the, Someone lion forgot to feed the lion wasn't lion wasn't fed, and Blossom's like, "Why are you telling me this?" And then <laughs> he's drunk. <laughs> and then her name comes up again, and he says, "Oh, I I had a chihuahua in the circus uh, named Blossom," yeah. and that's funny because he's uh, old and decrepit, and he has to continue to tell stories. And the crowd just—they okay. love it. They um, murder Suey, they're each other again. <laughs> anyway, Tony's taking the clown to an AA meeting. Yeah. This is what this ends up in. And then we get a goddamn musical number. We get the fucking bar where Pete and Tony or Pete and Nick have their gig. There's two old ladies in, in the whole bar. Well, this the scene goes like this: like they finish a song, and then he's like, I got five bucks for each of you since we made no money off this show. And then he's like, well, what are we doing this for? And Nick says, the chicks. The chicks. And, the and shows the audience as two old ladies. And then in an ultimate last ditch effort of how washed up they are, they jam out on some song that I've never heard before. Yeah, they're like, hey, one more for like for old time's sake. Or we got the room. We paid like for the room. And the crowd loved that. The audience laughed at that. And I was like, that's not a joke. That's just what audience. Happened. There wasn't there couldn't have been an audience. Unless maybe they do you think there was an audience and they pumped the room full of like laughing gas? Well, the applause sign probably was flashing. Yeah. <laughs> so bright they couldn't please laugh <laughs> please. <laughs> take my wife please um oh yeah one of the guys oh pete he gets his five bucks and i wrote this down too he says five bucks good thing i stopped doing drugs i laughed at that a little bit yeah because five bucks was not gonna buy him many drugs 
buy him like a half a gram of weed in 1992. And then I wrote down, oh God, a musical number. Because they were playing some song I'd never heard before. Just some song. Oh, my woman's my best friend and I got her pregnant. And then uh, it seems like that is a logical point for the end of most sitcom episodes, but not the one about guns. No, Uh, because we haven't haven't looked at the main plot now in like eight minutes. Yeah, so we (laughs) cut to high school and Vinny uh, Blossom meets up with Vinny next to her locker. She's like, hey, how's it going, sweetie? One morning kissing him and he's like, you didn't hear, did you? He's visibly distraught. It turns into the very special episode. Jimmy uh, had an accident and Blossom's like, is he? He's like, yeah. And then he goes to hug her, but she walks away and then she comes back and they hug. And that's it. That's, that's your it. fucking wrapping up this very special episode. It's like, oh yeah, remember that kid who had a gun who like threatened you and it was uh, a real opportunity for dialogue? Eh, he died. He uh, got himself. Don't play with guns. That's like, uh, you, you know, Jimmy from the, you know, uh, very special episode on Funny or Die. We never saw Jimmy again. Because uh, yeah, he probably fucking killed himself. He probably fucking killed accident. himself. But the thing is, is he didn't. He they wrote him off the show by him having an accident with the, the very gun he was to return. But they did do the classic: uh, if you show a gun in the first act, you gotta have it used by the end. That is oh a yeah, it's, uh, Chekhov, Chekhov's gun for Chekhov's sure. Chekhov's gun, uh, which I appreciate as a as a now successful movie reviewer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's weird when you get older and you learn all these like storytelling tricks and rules. Like when you learn about Chekhov's gun, like. Yeah, if you see a gun, uh, someone's gonna get shot. The the one that messed or me the, gun's the most, the one of those that messes with me the most is MacGuffins. Just the thing that they're going to do in a movie, or the thing that they're going to get in a movie that usually comprises forty five percent of the movie, kind of breaks immersion for me when I'm like, oh, they're just gonna spend a whole act on trying to go get this thing, or if they make MacGuffins into the movie, like a movie like National Treasure. Mm-hmm. Um. What's really ruined for me is like horror movies. I love horror movies, uh, but there's so few that come out that I can actually enjoy because like they're just they're so formulaic. They're pretty yeah, they're pretty cookie cutter. And then those are the, those are the masters of red herrings, which is another one, which is a, a misdirect mm-hmm. in the film. It's gonna be interesting having a, like I've got a kid. He doesn't know these these storytelling tricks and rules. Like he'll enjoy movies like I don't anymore. I saw a kid on TikTok today who is probably about your son's age who experienced echoes for the first time oh yeah and it was the goddamn cutest thing i've ever seen so take yeah, immediately take desmond to a uh, parking garage and just go ah and see how he reacts <laughs> and tape it and make a million make a million internet points <laughs> nice yeah, i guess that's what you get from from tiktok is internet points yeah because people don't monetize tiktok right like you, get you can it's the same can. as instagram though you just you show a product people pay you to show a product yeah, that makes sense. But you can't but like. More it's not like for like buying a bunch of tickets to Trump rallies and then not showing up, which is amazing. Which That's might have been part thing. part yeah. of his demise. Yeah, probably. Not an it's probably you know what? It was TikTok. It was TikTok that did it. <laughs> they certainly. You know helped. what? I bet the whole the whole riot uh, and on Capitol Hill uh, was just TikTok. The yeah. They well, that's it. what the, that's what the right wants you to believe. Yeah, exactly. It was a. I I've been using this term all day. It was an insurrectile dysfunction. Nice, I like it. From the gravy seals and Yalkata. Mm-hmm. My wife is uh, of course a vegan, so she's part of vegan groups on Facebook and like. It's just, vegans 
on the whole are fucking ridiculous because they're like there's so many vegans in these groups who believe that this was antifa anti antifa antifa yeah. antifa that's how you pronounce it i guess anti-fascists Anti- uh were framing uh the right that this it's was insanity. all a, a stage to like make it seem like the conservatives are uh, an insane bunch of meanwhile it was just vanilla redness. isis mm-hmm. QAnon doing their fucking non QAnon sense QAnon sense Boom! They talk, and they talk about how like they, i mean every time something like this happens they talk about oh the simpsons predicted it i think far cry 5 predicted it this, i think it's basically yeah, a far think... cry like the beginning of the far cry 5 called if if donald trump was younger and more like more charismatic and not just a fat old orange weirdo that oh he'd be hitler old people like like that's the thing hitler was yeah. charismatic uh, he would Trump be like he would be like the main character of Far Cry Five. Who, if 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 you're listening to this and you're like, "What the fuck are they talking about?" He's like this very much like cult leader that you imagine mm-hmm. kind of look like looks like cool Jesus. Far Cry Five is a video game, and the the bad guys in it are yeah religious cult and like they're Utah, this family basically. of yeah they're like the what's that family of uh, the super religious family. I don't know the Bakers, Tammy Faye Baker, and Jimmy no, Baker. No, more recently the old the old guy and then his family of anyway. Tom Cruise. <laughs> I watched Battlefield <laughs> Earth recently. Also, did you? And, I've always yeah. been tempted to watch it because I'm like, isn't it like it's like Scientology the movie, right? Yeah, but they don't really. It's not really like that. It's like a dumb sci-fi action movie. It's so dumb, and it's it was so expensive to make, and it's like <laughs> so cheap looking for how much money. It costs. It was because well, it probably dollars. To, like all the money just went to like John Travolta. Yeah, and, and really bad pr- prime primitive CGI. Yeah, that like, was a bad really... time for CGI in movies. Yeah, none of it holds up. None of it. No, now it's better. I still prefer practical effects, but I mean, I forgive CGI now because it's like it's so much cheaper, and uh, if it's done right, it's believable. My wife. <laughs> this ever goes out as a video podcast my wife is just walking around in the background she's she's this week's guest she's, yeah and uh, you might hear my son shouting in the background he's been wailing he's been wailing <laughs> for 10 minutes anyway yeah. let's end the let's end the show here this was a you know it was a good ep- i like when we at least get to rant i hate it when the nothing happens in an episode and we don't have anything to rant about we talk least. about like there's uh we used to talk about the lesson of the episode and uh Oh yeah. The lesson so here. Was... So there's no lesson about like not snitching. I mean, everyone's like Blossom, you did the right thing, but there's no actual evidence that she did the right thing or that she didn't do the right thing. The kid just whether she told on him or not, he was gonna end up shooting himself by accident. Like I don't think Blossom's actions had any weight on him accidentally killing himself. This week's episode lesson was don't shoot yourself by accident. Yeah, pretty much don't don't <laughs> Yeah, I like they didn't even talk about gun safety. If you're in your late 40s and you think that you can still become a megastar in music, just stop. Just get just go work at the <laughs> mall at Christmas time. The moral of this episode was basically Mr. Mackey from South Park saying, uh, drugs are uh, guns are bad. Okay. Guns are bad. <laughs> guns are bad. Getting drunk. Getting drunk is bad, boy. <laughs> don't so don't drink, okay? You might end up an old washed guns, up. Guns are bad. Drugs are bad. Guns are bad. Okay. Uh, so yeah, two woes, no hats, whatever. Yeah, fucking stupid. cares. It was a nothing of an episode.
and it sucks too because this is I like I said this was the one this was the one that in this, my head I was like we're gonna we're gonna have a hit podcast because we're gonna talk about the issues <laughs> and then the show can't even fucking talk about the issues this would have show- been a better episode if the gun plot weren't in it like if it were just yeah. if they fleshed out uh Nick and Nick and Pete's gigging a little bit and they fleshed out the clown plot a little bit and then maybe there's a c plot about whatever six and blossom going to see cnc music factory uh it <laughs> no, would have been a better episode tony's going to a an ambulance convention an ambulance convention uh there's no Rhonda in this episode because i'm i'm very much looking forward to that relationship finally coming to a head and ending like they've they've skipped off that like uh rock off a pond a number of times and i'm just waiting for that rock to finally bloop and uh for it to be over and it's happening this season, right? Because like next season is when uh, he's got he gets a fiance that's not Rhonda, and I feel like that's Tony's whole arc for season five. Oh, you know what? I just looked up what next week's episode is, and next week's episode is actually gut wrenching. And I watched it recently, so I know that we're actually going to have shit to talk about. Um, uh, up again with the fifty-minute hour. Uh, I also wanted to point out that this episode was called 38 Special, which is like a song, right? Is it a or song? A, a play a, on a song? It's a, it's a type of gun. Yeah, the 38 is. And that's why I was... The 38 like, Special is a type of gun. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's um, yeah, that's my 38 Special. I don't know if that means special edition from like maybe from from whatever Smith & Wesson. I feel like it was insensitive to call the episode 38 Special at any rate. So this has been Blossom Buddies. Thanks for listening. In my opinionation, fuck this episode, even though I have fond memories of it. Um, you can every find time, the- fuck every time I scroll through IMDb looking at the episode, it's like you might also like Doogie Hauser. I'm like, yeah, I would probably rather be watching Doogie Hauser right now. Hey, well, we not watching a- it right now. Watching it instead of watching Blossom. I enjoy. We have a mission. We, we're gonna we're gonna get out the other side. Uh, very capable podcasters. Mm-hmm. We're gonna start the cycle over. It's going to be great. Yeah. You can find me on social media. You can find us on all social media by just Googling Blossom Buddies. We've carved out a little niche for ourselves. At we least. had the number one spot somehow. <laughs> somehow. Like, um, I'm quite sure that the Blossom Buddies handing out flowers uh, are a more successful organization than us. They've signal boosted us, at least. Maybe we've signal boosted them. Maybe we'll get them Maybe. on the podcast one day. <laughs> We should. We should for like the season four finale or, or yeah, season five. Yeah, we'll be so confused if we approach them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're an unsuccessful podcast. Would you like to be on our <laughs> podcast to talk about the show Blossom? They're going to be like, none of the words you said. Uh, <laughs> Send us your, your Insta and your TikTok. <laughs> yeah. So All anyway. Right. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Have a, have a beautiful day. Have a beautiful day. Try not to riot. Try not to shoot yourself today. Try not not to to riot. Shoot yourself or beat a cop up. Yeah. Fucking gravy seals. Fucking y'all Fucking vanilla ice cream.